It's not about who's toughest, it's about who's toughest the longest. So that means we don't relent. We keep coming after them, and keep coming after them, and keep coming after them, over and over and over again. Now, if that doesn't get you fired up, I tell you exactly what will as soon as the entire crew is on here, because I got one that might be a throwback here that you guys end up really enjoying. It is Eagles Dallas, and especially Dallas week here, episode 107. We appreciate everyone coming in, tuning in tonight. We thank everyone to be here for the pregame party. We have our newest co-host, Jen McGraw is with us tonight. Matt Rogers, our Virginia correspondent. Dylan Spaulding, our local Tampa correspondent, is here with us tonight. And, of course, the godfather himself is there, DJ Montage, behind the video productions. And, of course, my lovely producer in the other room is Studio B. We are live from the LG Direct Sales Solutions Studios in beautiful Tampa, Florida, via also Philadelphia. And I can tell you this much. We are going to get hyped. I'm pretty sure Fuji's already running around in his underwear somewhere down the street by his house, and it's okay because that's the things that he does. But I tell you this much, folks. The reason why I got the glasses on tonight because it is throwback night, and you'll understand why when everybody comes on because this throwback will get you moving. Let's get this show started. I can't wait because this means a lot for the Philly fan base. We saw how the Eagles started. Let's see how they finish up the season. This is episode 107. I'm Angel. We are on Broach. And that would be the wrong one. Let's It, that's things that happens when you go live. That's all right, though. But we got the right intro, and this intro is usually with Dean Gene, the Dancing Machine, other known as the Godfather. <laughs> Fuji, what's going on tonight? Tonight is the night down in the combat zone. The cow punks are in town. Angel, how are you? We got the crew tonight. We got. The First Lady of Broad Street South, Jen McGraw, officially. We got Matt from Virginia. We got Dylan down in Tampa. Rob behind the glass. How are you? Let's get the party rocking. Yes, I'm sir. Hyped. I'm hyped. And let's go. So am I. Believe me, I'm there with you. If I could be running around the roof, I, I could. But I will tell you this much. As we always say, it is about 80 degrees down here in Tampa. I know it's a cold night in Philly, but it's about 80 degrees down here in Tampa. And I am feeling beyond excited because, again, we're talking about the playoffs. Didn't expect it from Nick Sirianni, but if you believe in what these guys have been doing, then you can achieve. And with that being said, we will bring on, first of all, the newest co-host here, as you said, the first lady co-host of Broad Street South. On with us is Jen McGraw. Jen, how are you this evening? I am fantastic. You know, the Eagles started the season with a win. The, the Eagles are going to end their season with a win. They're getting their 10th win tonight. I don't care if Jalen Hurts is starting, if Gardner Minshew is starting, if whoever is starting. The Eagles are going to tear it up tonight. It might be about 20 to 30 degrees at the stadium, but those Eagles are bringing the heat tonight. I am so excited for the game. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm very excited. Right, so are the rest of us, and uh, I'll, I'll get you. I'll get your intro as soon as I start putting this stuff together. I'll get you your intro, just like I do that with Gene Got Gene, it. the dance machine right above you. But uh, <laughs> along with that, our youngest member of the group, who started at the ripe old age of nine, so I keep making them younger and younger. So uh, Dylan Spaulding, down there, our local Tampa correspondent, and that boy Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Listen, we gotta raise the flags here in Lucky. Tampa Bay. Fire them cannons. Listen, a few months ago, I was asked yeah, if I'm yeah. building a ship in my backyard. Yeah, it's almost complete. We're set in sail. We left the baggage up mm. in New York. He's up watching some Nets game, probably. We're fired up here in Tampa Bay. Let's go. It's playoff. What kind season. of ship you're building? It's going to go <laughs> down. It's going to go down like the Titanic. Hey, it's sturdy. We got that nice, nice mahogany wood. You know, it's going to look pretty. And Tom Brady is setting sail with us down here. I want to say SOS when it gets hit with the cannonballs, with Brady at at the helm and Arians going right down, going right into the ocean. It's going to hit that iceberg. 
when we play in next week. That's right. Well, listen, let's hope that we do so. But in the meantime, let's bring in our Virginia correspondent, also from honorable mention, the one and only Matt Rogers. Matt, how are you this hey. evening? Hey, y'all. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Howdy, uh, how are you? Uh, so, so, uh, so, Fuji, we got, we're going to have to give uh, Angel a hard time next week when we play Tampa Bay. It's almost for sure that we're going to play Tampa Bay. And so one way or the other, we're going to have Angel at, at a at a parade in a few weeks, right? Right, Fuji? Yeah, damn straight. Because if there's any kind of parade that's going to happen, I'm going back home for that second parade, believe me, because I, <laughs> I will not be at Even if Tampa Bay repeats again, I wasn't at the first one, and I sure as heck won't be at the second one. I want you to turn in that Brady jersey and when that parade happens. There is no – listen. Fuji and I are, putting, are going half on a pad and make sure that we don't track you down at, at, the, at the parade. <laughs> Damn streets. That's all right. Listen, that's all right. And, and by the way, Matt, uh, great job with Devin Caney there this week on your honorable mention. That was really good show that you had on there uh, this you. past week. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dan, Devin is awesome. She's super busy. Busy. Sorry. Something in my throat. Oh, boy. Sorry. You all right? All yeah, right. I'm good. Okay. Ooh, that was weird. That's a cowboy trying to come up. He's <laughs> 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 trying to fire shots at you, Maddie. No, yeah, I'm so not firing I, shots or slick. Devin's awesome. Devin's been busy all day today. She's uh, had the Philadelphia Wings, who are starting off with a good season. Now she's covering the Eagles. So, Sunday. She's a busy woman, that's for sure. And just like the rest of us here end up doing the, the great things that we possibly can do to continue to make this show as successful as we possibly can. And I did mention, and I see the comments coming in, Tom Kelly, uh, hang on for a second. And Sean, because I see you guys, as I stated on the opening intro, that I've got something that'll get everybody moving. And the reason why the glasses are on, because we're going to throw this back to 2017. And if everybody remembers this, Everybody should be pumped after this one and jumping out of their seat. Now, I'll tell you this much. That year, 2017, everybody remembers because I was there at the NFC Championship game. And even though it seems a little premature here, I will say the feeling that I'm starting to feel right now is that magical run in 2017. And we hope that those wheels keep turning the way they are right now. The only thing that we need to see tonight is to make sure, even if the backups are in there, that the Eagles do not get a slow start in the first half as we've seen in many games now, and then the bigger second half. Because one producer of mine, she said, what about if Tampa and the Eagles end up matching up? What would it look like? And I said, well, they're both about equal the same way with Dallas because they haven't had these stars that they would like. So everyone, I hope they're all excited that they're getting ready for the game day. This should be really exciting tonight. Obviously, it's cold down here in Philly. It means absolutely nothing to Dallas because they've been down this road before here in Philly, so it doesn't matter. That cold stuff... Just like Warren Sapp said years ago, brisk, brutal, it didn't matter. And Dylan, uh, I think you might just remember that because at that point, all right, you might have been around at that point when uh, Warren Sapp was around when he mentioned that. But uh, as far as Meek Mill, uh, I know you definitely don't know as far as that celebration, but it's okay. That's why I flashed up there for you, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. I need, a, I need a little bit of a remembrance there for that. But uh, I, I would be looking forward to this Tampa Bay-Philly matchup next week. I think it's just going to be fun, especially for the podcast and especially with me being the Tampa correspondent and you guys all you know, obviously supporting the Philadelphia Eagles. I think it will be a, a definitely some heated rivalries, uh, obviously, and fun, obviously. But I'm looking forward to it if this ends up being the case next week. I hope so. I think it's going to end up happening. And Tom Kelly, once again, thank you. Uh, welcome. Tom. One Dave. of our brothers here, David. High prediction, Flyers and Eagles are both not losing tonight. That's a good prediction. <clears throat> Tom, once again, great addition uh, to the team, fellas. Can't wait to hear Jen and the fellas get into this game. Once again, Tom Fogarty and Tara. What's up, you guys? How are you? And Sean State. Uh, what's up, guys? Thoughts on key players not playing like Hertz, Sl uh, Slay, Sweat Dickerson 
and Lane. Doesn't matter. Bring on uh, bring on the Cowgirls, twenty-one to fourteen. Let's go, Birds. And Chipper over there from Redline Radio from Still City Renegades. Chipper, the Atlanta Braves fan who was able to celebrate a World Series. I uh, hope you bring that that mojo over here, Chipper. Evening. I hope that you're fine as well. But listen, as we get into it right now, we know it's been Dallas week. We saw what happened against the DCU team. And thanks to Matt showing up down there at FedEx Field is the reason why I say we're not winning last week. Because if Matt didn't show up, neither would have birds. So, Matt, I want to get from you uh, first at, before I go around the table here. The feeling last week at FedEx Field, obviously the Eagles ended up coming back. We saw it was a nail-biter throughout the entire game. That momentum that you saw last week, do you see the same thing carrying this week tonight versus Dallas? Yeah, I mean, the, it was it was interesting because you hear Scariani talk about it and you hear you know all the players talk about how Ian killed. And you, you see it from time to time when the screen cuts out to, to Jalen and how even if he – down or if he throws an incompletion or, or a pick he stays so chill and you could I was on the sideline the visitors was behind the eagle and it was it was apparent that whole time like you could tell that the team really felt no matter how the team that they were going to figure out a way to do it and that kind of it kind of the crowd and we drive I was pretty frustrated because uh Mr. And this to start off that drive, the alive, and then we just played the, the, on. But it was, uh, I it's it's hard to say with with the backups. I do think that uh, Garner wants to show who he's got to throw to the jackal and and. Uh, and uh, I bet a bet on Tyree Jackson getting a touchdown. So I'm hoping. But I don't know if you got to the very end of it or not, Matt. I know you're, you're it's breaking up as far as a feed, but we got we got most of it. Um, but it was breaking up there. It was freezing up just a little bit, just to let you know. Oh, but I'm I, sorry. No, oh, no, no worries. It just it happens again. We go live, things happen. So it's it's no big deal. It can, it can always end up being worse. So Jen. We've seen, obviously, what the Eagles did against the Washington football team, also known here as DCU, which is the District of Columbia University, folks down there in D.C., because they can't get the names done. There was a leak, though, that possibly their new name would be the Washington Admirals, only because of a website that redirected the people to the Washington Admirals first and then over to their volunteer site. So uh, interesting to see if that ends up turn, turn out to be true, but... This week, we know a lot of stars are being set down uh, for obvious reasons because they want to keep everybody healthy. Hopefully, no one gets COVID within the next week or two here so everybody can just stay healthy and stay fine mentally and taking that physicality out of their bodies. But this week, without having these starters in there, what can we expect here from the backup squad? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a great question because I was the first – I was one of the people that was like, as soon as I saw that Dallas announced they were starting their starters, I was like – we need the starter starters because this we got to finish strong. This this game is a game that we have to finish strong, regardless of if it means everything to us or means nothing to us. It's it's against Dallas. Of course, we have to finish strong. But as far as the secondary go or the secondaries go, I'm not I'm not worried. Um, we've seen what they can do before throughout the season and in previous seasons. So I know for a fact that Gardner Minshew is going to light up the field tonight. Um, and some some of the secondaries, such as Greg Ward and um, some others. I know I've played against Dallas earlier this season. And in fact, Greg, Greg Ward, excuse me, actually did have a touchdown. So as long as they can bring that same energy tonight, I, I don't see an issue. I don't really see an issue with the secondary. Oh, it should be good. And, and Fuji, before I get over to Dylan there, I know Dylan's not too much up when it comes to the Eagles, but I know we'll get into some Tampa talk as well. But uh, only because a future could decide here. I was coming down to Tampa where the Eagles end up facing off against the Bucks. But Fuji, with the again the stars being out, you named it earlier before we were on air. Um, one thing that we could see, again referring back to last week and the weeks prior, it's been once those slow starts have kind of been killing this team, but the second half has been much better. The only problem is there's so much that you can run by doing that same design, and I'm going to ask the same thing when it comes to Dylan because when it comes to Tom Brady and the Bucks doing the same exact thing. 
So if we're if we're fast forward, let's just say tonight, you know, whether win, lose, or draw, we'll fast forward to the playoffs here just momentarily. What do the Eagles need to do as far as Nick Sirianni to keep making the necessary adjustments to not have such a slow start on the first half? Well, like I said, like the last two weeks, I mean, you, you basically played down the Washington and the Giants, but I always say, no matter what, who's a good, a great team and who's a bad team, division rivalries are always heated. But you can't come out flat in the first half. I don't care what people say. I mean, the Eagles were luck, better lucky to be lucky, better to be lucky than good. And you can't come out against Tampa, the Rams, Dallas, or Arizona next week. Because you come out flat like that, guess what? You're going to lose unless you turn it up in the second half. But you got to play 60 minutes of smart football and consistent football. Yep, that's absolutely true. And that, that's exactly what they need to do. And by the way, uh, Dave Walnchuk, what's up, man? From Steel City Renegades and RedlineRadioLLC.com, along with the Steel City Renegades, that uh, there'll be another show tomorrow night, which should be interesting because uh, upon that, Pittsburgh is still looking to make the playoffs here. So stranger things have happened, and it could happen out there. So Steel City Renegades, check them out tomorrow. From 7 to 9 p.m., unless it's the three-hour show tomorrow, then it's from 7 to 10 p.m. on Facebook, Steel City Renegades, and on the RedlineRadioLLC.com. So check out the website. Uh, they have music all the time. So you guys want to make requests? Send it over to Dave. But uh, Dave, what's going on? And Chipper says, so basically this game is for seeding, and that's pretty much what it comes down to because if, if you really think about it, there's no other than just like you said, Jen, this would be, for me, I would think I would still play the starters, even if you just play them for the first maybe three minutes or so. So even though you're going to play next week, the interesting part is we don't know when they're going to play next week because there's now a three-game weekend playoff. You got Saturday, Sunday, and then Martin Luther King Day on Monday, which I'm kind of surprised the NFL actually wanted to play uh, on the holiday because I, I personally, I thought it was a little more sacred for them not to do anything on MLK Day, but apparently I guess the NFL want to do things a little bit differently. I understand because of the added addition to the wild card, but uh, I, I don't know. It's the NFL. I guess you can throw money and supersede more important things if people want to celebrate on that Monday, which is kind of ridiculous to me. But again, that's just one man's opinion. Um, well, it's so, all about prime time and money. Like you said. Yeah. They want those right. ratings. I mean, they're yep. all about the almighty dollar. I mean, and guess what? The NFL is the best product That's out there. Right. You know, sell themselves. I mean, hey, the NFL's here, and our, the other three major sports are below. That's how it is. It's what it is. So yeah. it's nothing like the NFL. Everybody can take all the other sports. Just give me the damn pigskin 24-7. Like the USFL is going to be kicking off in a couple months. What's the Philadelphia Stars already named their coach? So I'm ready for that as well. Yeah, but we we'll can see. save that for another time. But Chipper says, "Why can't the NFL play on MLK Day when NBA does?" Uh, uh, two different, point. yeah, two different. It, it is a good point. Two different things. One is, I believe, if I remember correctly, prior to becoming an official holiday, I believe the NBA played on MLK Day. If I do remember correctly, and Matt, I don't know if, if you can remember back in some history as well. I believe the NBA had already had that set up prior to becoming a national holiday. Yes, but I, I guess I guess the point. I think I, I guess the point is, you know, as long as they do something, show some respect for them. If they just play, I guess a normal Monday night. I think that that's that's would kind of veer into disrespect. But if they do something, especially something with like some benefit, talk about like what the Eagles are doing right now and talk about stuff and things like that, something like that, then I don't know. No, well, hopefully they do. They at least one is you should the honorable mention as coincidental there when it comes to your show, but there should be a mention. They should do something. If you're going to play on that day, make sure you do remember the reason why, not just because of the national holiday, just because everybody gets the extra day off, just for what the man did for men, especially for black men 
and then to encourage everyone to be equal. So it's just not, you know, I, I know that a lot of people like to say it's just a black holiday. Martin Luther King did a lot of things for a lot of different ethnicities. It wasn't just one. It's those who believed. So let's not forget that more importantly. But uh, hopefully, Chibber, that answers your question there. Uh, Sean says, you think Devon, uh, Devontae Smith breaks uh, Deshaun Jackson's record tonight, or they sit him even if though he wants to play? Uh, good question. Good, good question. And I think, no, I think he, I would think he would break the record tonight. I could be wrong, but I'll swing it over to Jen. I don't, if you want to get involved in it, in that question as well, but I think he will break the record tonight. Yeah, I think, I think he would. Um, I, I don't know. Is he, I, I didn't get a chance to see, is he actually sitting or um, is that still? I, Cause I, I, have, I don't know if he's inactive. I have the inactives and it's Derek Barnett, Landon Dickerson. Javon Hargrave, Anthony Harris, Jalen Hurts, Lane Johnson, Steve Nelson, Miles Sanders, Darius Slay, and Joshua. So, no, I believe Devontae okay. Smith will be playing. All right, then, yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't break the record. I mean, um, especially since he's one of the starters that is able to play and has been pretty pretty good this season. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't break the record tonight. What's he mean, 42 yards? Is that the number? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was like so. Thirty-nine, something like that. Yeah, I believe so. And and if he gets a touchdown, if I remember correctly, when we had Chris Cordy on on Thursday night, he had mentioned would tie the record with Ceedee Lamb on his rookie year. So if he can score two touchdowns, he would do better off than Ceedee Lamb, which then raises the question. Still, as I asked beforehand, which one would be the better to two? And I know for a while, Fuji, I know you like Ceedee Lamb. You thought the Eagles weren't going to do well enough with him going over to Dallas. To me, I still believe in my heart of hearts that the better of the two is Devontae Smith. Well, it remains to be seen. I know Chris said the other night it's about even. You know, Devontae Smith, you know, Heisman Trophy winner last year. So, me, I, I, the Eagles to me just have always drafted small receivers. Me, I just like the big physical ones. So, which the Eagles just don't drift big receivers. I don't know why. It's been a philosophy going back to probably Andy Reid and before that, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I we're not going to get into that general manager. But I'll give him credit where it's still. I can't bash. Right, listen, don't rag your best friend. You you guys talk to each other <laughs> almost on a daily basis, so don't don't give me any nonsense. That's your best if friend. I conversation with that man it would be for hours because i give him my two damn cents well, we'll be and matt before i get to dylan here what do you think of possibly someone from atlanta rebuilding their career in philly also known as calvin ridley if mm. i remember correctly i'm excited about it I'm, I'm, it's weird because to me it seemed like it came out of nowhere that that Oh, uh, Kelly to the yeah. would we say no? I mean, he's a great player. That they have teams ever have to decide who they will. Uh, very quick 50, uh, pretty version of Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith will end up being a better player. Um, amazing mm -hmm. opportunity. I think he's. It seemed that he was because uh, he was dealing with some mental health issues down there in Atlanta. I don't want to. I don't want to minimize that because the real thing, especially with how he dealt with his stuff this year. Yeah. Uh, but that that's what here, and so if yeah, we got all the draft capital and got all the room in the world. Get up number one or two wide receiver, have uh, Devontae Smith down, out, and make it happen. Uh, now I was just looking, Calvin Ridley's next year, is, he's still be a free agent after 2023. So, you know, I could see how we pulling off some kind of deal just because you're getting Calvin Ridley and his. Last contract, and you know it's kind of like 
you know, look at Alshon Jeffrey when Howie brought him in in 2017. He was the rumor was originally he was supposed to go to Minnesota, right? But for some reason, Howie did pull off his magic and sign Alshon Jeffrey to a one-year deal. Which take my hat off to the man. He you know played with a torn. I think it was a torn rotator cuff and then yeah. And you know he got paid. You know, a couple he got paid, I believe, in 2018. Right. So well, he fantastic in New Orleans. He does have that pass the NFC Championship. Yeah, that is true. Well, you know, listen, all, all we need is Fuji to get on the phone with his best friend. We'll take care of business. We're not worried about it. So it's fine. Now, going over to Dylan here on the Tampa side, same thing, Dylan, when it comes down to, temp, to Tom Brady. You saw the game last week with the Jets pretty much almost beating up on the Bucs. The Bucs turn around along with the A.B. saga. And speaking of A.B., which I, I don't know the complete story, but it's probably the nastiest thing that I've ever heard in my life that I, I don't know what's involved, whether it was paid, not paid, whatever the case may be, but he had someone lick the toilet bowl. And then the comment afterwards was, you think that was crazy. Wait to see what happens tomorrow. So prior to the game on Sunday, apparently AB was with somebody. Don't know who the person is exactly at this point, but they there was a dare, and the dare came in the licking of the bowl, and then he said what he said, and then obviously we saw what we saw last week on the field. So with that being said, Tom Brady once again pulls a miracle out of his hat and is able to bring the Bucks back against the Jets. Now, we've seen slow starts again, Dylan, and we know there's injuries. Right now, the Bucs are, are plagued with injuries. We get it. We understand it. You know, like any other team in the NFL, the difference is TB12 continues to find ways to come back. I know there's something that Fuji doesn't like to hear, but it's okay because we have Jalen Hurts that could become, over time, the same exact way. But I'd like to get the, you know at least your thoughts the same way. Will the Bucs at this point, and I know they're, they're not planning on, on resting majority of their starters, but what would they need to do in order to become at least more playoff ready? Because they know next week they have to play. They unfortunately not get the best record in the NFL, or at least on the NFC side. It belongs to Aaron Rodgers. But I would like to know your thoughts as far as what is going to be needed in order for them to achieve a second Super Bowl run. Well, I think the big thing is, and I really think heading into this game, even though, you know, it's Carolina and Carolina is at the point where we don't know what Carolina is right now. There's no identity with that team. But if you look at Carolina right now, I mean, this game between Carolina is actually a big game for us, because if you think about it, the big point for the Buccaneers right now is what is their mentality? What is their state of mind heading into this game? All week, it's been about AB. I've been listening to press conferences from Bruce Arians and such because this has really been a controversial week for the organization. AB has made some, obviously, comments about the organization saying we've been covering stuff up. And it's honestly became a he said, she said, which is hilarious because Keyshawn Johnson even said it in an ESPN broadcast. And we obviously know what Keyshawn Johnson has done with the mm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's caused a lot of controversy, but not to the extent of Antonio Gross. Brown. I mean, this week has been crazy from a uh, rap song that he posted. He's got a rap music video that's going to be coming out on Monday. I mean, it is a literally a movie we are watching with Antonio Brown right now. But aside from that right now, I think this is a big game to see where the mentality is for you know, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster. Obviously, as you mentioned, there are a few players out. JPP is going to be out. Shaq Barrett's going to be out. Those are going to be two very big pieces for this team heading into the playoffs to see where they're going to be at with their injury process. But, I mean, if you're Tampa Bay, I just think, you know, play a clean game, you know, get out to an early lead and try to be able to sit some of those offensive and defensive players, those starters who you might need in the playoffs. Because I think if you could get out to an early read and, and get be able to, you know, kind of let Tom Brady sit on the bench in the second half and allow Blaine Gabbert to come in, I think that's going to be crucial for the Bucks and heading into the postseason. Because I think if you have a, a nice win – heading into the postseason, it definitely gives you momentum and also kind of sets aside all that A-B drama that you had to deal with this week. Yeah. That, that's ab- <laughs> Got it. No, that's absolutely true, but I, I do have the article before you get into your question there. So apparently this is uh, coming from 
uh, the Daily Beast. And it says the Antonio Brown snuck an infamous OnlyFans model into his hotel room for a tryst the night before a meltdown that saw him disrobe and walk off the field during a game. Ava Louise, 23, met up with the Buccaneers wide receiver, 33 years old, at his hotel room at the Jersey City Westin on Saturday night in an apparent violation of NFL isolation rules. According to the Daily Mail, Louise is perhaps the best known is best known for filming herself licking a toilet seat in a proclaimed bid to catch COVID-19 in 2020 and become immune. Louise also, who stuck past hotel security, said Brown told her, F the NFL, I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. So, again, the, the guy just surrounds himself with stupidity and everything else. And I know initially everybody talked about his mental awareness and his mental health, which he still needs it. I'm not taking that away as far as when it comes to AB because he does need mental health check. And I'm not saying it as a bad thing or anything else. He just needs to really start checking himself and find out what's going on because his family was really upset with what he did. So I just don't understand that. That to me is utterly disgusting and makes absolutely no sense. But he continues to hurt himself more in the long run. And then supposedly today, Dylan, the Tampa Bay Bandits who are coming back uh, with the USFL, I believe, already reached out to him and said, hey, by the way, if you want to win a championship with us, you can do it. And basically, once again, A.B. had told them a whole different thing. Basically, like, nah, bro, I'm good. You know, I'm not doing anything, I guess, when it comes to USFL. I mean, the, the guy just cannot stay out of line. And it's absolutely ridiculous. So if you guys catch the story, you got to see it because it's absolutely insane. But we'll uh, we'll see. Tom says uh, A.B. is a new T.O., which is true. And A.B. hasn't been the same since the birth, uh, births a hit, which is true. Uh, yeah, I- Sean, yeah, Sean brought that up. Uh, not too long ago. And AB, or sorry, Tom says that AB is pissed off because he's not making Gronk money. Well, you know what? You, you you were able to win a Super Bowl, something that you weren't able to do in Pittsburgh. If I remember correctly, you were able to do it right with Tampa Bay and always had the opportunity if to make the run again. So guess what? You snooze, you lose. I, I don't know what else to say, but hey, just overall, as, as his shenanigans are stupid, as a man, you need help. I, but but I I, I want to people have brought that up T.O. and and uh, Antonio Brown and as an Eagles fan you know you're not going to convince me that, mm. that Terrell Owens is the best guy in the world but T.O. never did this kind of right. stuff right. he he never he T.O. was annoying T.O. would maybe get under your quarterback skin but T.O. never did things that endangered your players that tried to throw your, your GM under the bus. And to be honest, T.O. was a much better football player than Antonio Brown's ever been. So yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, I don't like that being thrown around. Well, T.O. never, T.O. never got in trouble with the wall either. I mean, no, no vaccine. I mean, only one was the damn ball. And the guy played on a broken leg six weeks later. It should have yeah. been the MVP. Yeah. Right. That owned this town, not McNabb, but T.O. did. Now, if, if I do remember correctly, this week, and Jen, I don't know if you heard the story as well, but I do believe it was T.O. It wasn't, I know he was in Atlanta for something else, but I ended up doing a workout, and I, I'm almost certain he was reaching out to Dylan, if I remember correctly as well, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah, that's actually official that um, Tio was trying to join back up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I don't know if that would actually happen or not. He's like almost 50, I think it was. I think he's like 48 right now. I mean, he's probably still in great shape. I can't imagine. I mean, you look at guys. I mean, you see Mike Tyson still boxing. And it's actually, speaking of boxing, funny enough, I saw a Twitter post by Brooks Kepka, PGA golfer, and he had posted the best post. And I had said this to one of my friends here recently, and I said this to him. I said, I just feel like Antonio Brown's going to do something so stupid and he's going to go and box like Jake Paul or Logan Paul and do something just so out of there. But it's honestly feels like this is going to be something that actually could happen in the future. Like he's just going to do something so out there because that's honestly what he's became. He's became almost a media sensation, like a media star, if you will. He's, he's almost became bigger than the NFL in his sense, in his mindset. I mean, he's bigger than the NFL. And I agree. 
No, and and it's true. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he can go over to fanatics.com, get himself a couple of jerseys, you know, some some retirement gear. Who knows? He he, he may go over there and pick up some merchandise and check, you know, take a look for it for an updated sale. But hey, hey, whatever. It's you know, it's 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 just it's incredible to me how you can have a star-studded career. And first of all, you started with one of the better franchises ever in the NFL with Pittsburgh. And it just, how do you screw up something so bad? I want to say the other word, but how do you screw up something so bad just from all your stupid shenanigans that have gotten you to where you are right now? So I, I just, I, honest to God, I don't get it. Again, I hope he gets the help that he possibly needs, but he has to do it himself. Obviously, the Bucks tried to have him come in so he can go to an outside doctor to make sure that he was okay looking at his ankle and everything else. He decided not to do it. Did his own thing. Went up to the state of New York to you know to a, a game out there, a basketball game. So I I just don't get it. But Angel, Angel, one last thing here. Sure. Uh, you said uh, Dylan said it's like a movie, and there's one detail of the Antonio Brown story that we didn't talk about because it's a family friendly program. Uh, but but as you read through, there there's more to that story that we're not exact. We didn't get into, but yes, it was very irresponsible. Uh, it was well, and also. When you look at it, and, and uh, I'll bring up Jordan Spector here and momentarily again, we did hear from which is a rare Thursday, uh, but I would say press with uh, with the staff out there in Tampa Bay that obviously Bruce Arians had talked about, and and I don't know exactly if, if this is what you're you're relating to here, Matt, but so Bruce Arians comes out and he says uh, according to whatever had happened, and a matter of fact, I I do have the video, so I don't want to put words in my own mouth. So I, I'd rather bring up the video and so everyone can see exactly what Bruce Arians, his statement was on AB this past Thursday. Obviously, we let Antonio go today. Um, just to clear you up on some things that happened. At no point in time during that game did he ever ask the trainer or doctor about his ankle. He never went through. That's the normal protocol. You go through protocols during games. I was never notified of it. So, obviously, that was a, the disturbing thing when we were looking for him to go back into the game. All right, we always had uh, – he was very upset at halftime about who was getting targeted. Got that calmed down. Players took care of that. It started again on the sideline. We called for the personnel group that he had played in the entire game. He refused to go in the game. That's when I looked back and saw him basically wave off the coach. Um, I then went back, approached him about what was going on. Uh, I ain't playing. To what's going on? I ain't getting the ball. That's when I said, "You're done. Get the f out of here." And that's the that's the that's the end of it. And uh, we are work we are working on Carolina. That's the end of the story. And um, hopefully, it ends today. So, Matt, what did you think of that? I I, I thought that it was very believable. Um, I think I think that everybody knows that he was looking to play on his and he was looking to cash in on those incentives, and he needed a certain number of targets, certain number of catches. It's really his fault. I mean, he's mad at everybody else, but the truth is. The Oakland Raiders, when they were still the Oakland Raiders, threw everything at him. And he right. had, he has no business at this point even being in the situation where you need to play for incentives, play on your last possible contract. John Gruden and Mike Mayock were trying to give, you know, give him the world. And then because of a helmet and then because of this and because of that and because he wants to make movies with – Toilet bowl people. I mean, it's just toilet <laughs> <The tardy> bowl man. <laughs> this is where he's at now. He's getting <laughs> offers from XFL, and <laughs> he's probably going to have a podcast. He's going to be going on McAfee soon. I mean, it's about to be really just. It's just a shame, and and honestly, uh, it, it it's sad because you know mental health. You know the awareness of mental health problems in our country is really, you know, they're not talked about enough, right. but also the access know. to it. He's one of the few people who truly have access to what he needs. But the main thing is you have to know that you need to seek it. And yeah. he's apparently not seeking it. 
Yeah, that's why I'll agree with you wholeheartedly because it's true. A lot of people don't, they don't, you know, there's signs, there's things that happen and people tend to ignore the signs or they knew someone who needed the help and stood quiet because they were like, well, it wasn't really, you know, it didn't affect me. Well, it does affect you because eventually it's going to affect everyone around you one way or the other. So I hope just like you, Matt, I, I hope that he does reach out and he does have, I mean, you can't get any better as far as doctors or anything else other than if you work inside DC itself, <laughs> but as far as the NFL, I mean, you have the prime of the prime because when I was in the service, I know we had the best of the best. I will say that much. So if you need any kind of help, that's where you got it from as far as when it came to the government. So I just hope, I hope that he does well for himself and he continues to get better. But getting back here, as far as when it comes to the Eagles, and we know, again, a lot of the stars are going to be sat tonight. So it, And it's a shame because we hope for this win end up happening. But Jen, I want to fast forward here to next week. We know that Jalen Hurts has been a lot of the talk this year when it was talked about that will he be the quarterback of the future? We've talked about it numerous times here on the show. You know, what will he do? You know, is he getting better? Now everyone is starting to become the you know, getting on the Jalen bus because they're starting to see the qualities that he have and what he possesses, and he takes every single responsibility upon himself. So looking into next week. What do we see coming out of Jalen Hurts? Is it more of running out of the pocket, which hopefully the offense will take care of that before the playoffs start? But do we see at least a more concentrated, I guess I would say, by Jalen Hurts? Or would you see do we see more of the same? I want to hope this I want to hope to say more concentration because he knows what's at stake now. I know he feels the pressure. I know he's not thinking about it right now, obviously, because it's a one game at a, at a time mentality. But obviously, there's some pressure in the back of his mind, the same as head, co uh, head coach Nick Sirianni. So we definitely want to see more concentration from him. And I'm sure I'm sure he can deliver that. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see who he goes up against, because that'll that'll help determine what kind of what kind of offense that we're going to see. Hopefully, no matter what, we're going to see 60 minutes of, of proper football, of clean football on both sides of the ball for the Eagles. But hopefully we can see Jalen Hurts in a more concentrated state, still doing the balanced offense, still doing what works, because obviously with that pressure, he's going to he's gonna make some mistakes. We're going to see him make mistakes next week. It's There's no doubt. But um, we definitely want to see him concentrating, tweaking what and making adjustments of what's going to work and what's not going to work and hopefully just see overall a balanced and clean offense no matter who we go up against all right and matt i know you have to you have to uh cut out here shortly i, I want to get your thoughts as far as and i gave jen there jen hurts so we're and tom had mentioned uh let me go back to his comment here when it came to jason kelsey i uh, said he keeps his consecutive game streak going now i i want to ask you before you go away are we hoping that we will see at least a couple more years of Jason Kelsey, or is this the last time we're going to see him at the link? Uh, I doubt that. I think I think he I think he loves the being an Eagle too much to, for 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 us to. I I, I think you know it, it's all exciting, and I don't want to you know be a buzzkill here. I don't think that this is the the 2017 ish year. I think this is like a super 2016 year like Carson's first year where we were kind of a team that was like overperforming, giving good teams a scare. Uh, I think next year is that 2017 kind of year where you have the opportunity to, to go and spend in free agency, to go upgrade through the draft, go, you know, get guys on one year, prove it deals, build around your quarterback that you've got in the draft on the cheap contract and go make a run. And I think it'll be really easy for Nick and for Jalen and for Lane and all those folks to convince him to come back. Maybe next year would be the last year, but I think, I think he would have been way more clear on it. Like if this was going to be his swan song, he would have told us. I right. think, I think he loves the city way too much. He, he needs, he needs a goodbye tour. I mean, like Kobe Bryant had yeah. Jason Kelsey deserves that. Yes, he he's all Philly. He is all Philly through and through. And and I hope, I hope the Walter Payton man of the year comes his way. So we'll we'll see how it ends up working out. But Matt, again, I know you have to jump off here. Please let the fine folks know where they can find you and especially your podcast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you can find my uh podcast on uh Apple Podcasts or Spotify, honorable mention. I know the other people have taken that. It's fine. I didn't copyright it. Uh, honorable mention, just type in honorable mention, Matt Rogers. You can also find me on Twitter uh, at Politidope, P-O-L-I-T-I-D-O-P-E. That's also my Instagram name. 
You can find me on Instagram at honorable mention underscore podcast. And you can find me on here because I'll be back. Yes, sir. All right, Matt. Listen, right, I appreciate y'all. it. Have a great night. Enjoy the game. Thank you, guys. Take no care. Problem. Fly Eagles fly. Exactly. Fly Eagles fly. And we have uh, someone new here, Jason Joseph. Welcome to the show. And he says, hi, guys. My name is Jason. First time listener here. And how would you assess Jonathan Gannon's season? And do you think he'll be back next season? I think the perfect person to relate this to is the man above uh, Jen there. So uh, the Godfather, why don't you take that one? I... I mean, I know there's rumors swirling that, you know, Jonathan Gowning could be head coaching material. I know Nick Sirianni has been touched on, has touched on it in his press conference, press conferences. But, um, hey, you never know. I mean, with, you know, he's stepped up the defense since week eight. You know, this defense, I believe, has only given up maybe a total of 18 points really since then. So, you know, these new young coaches, I mean, Nick Sirianni being 39, 40 years old, seem to be the hot commodity. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, any, you know, you got the Jaguars, the Bears will probably be firing Matt Nagy come Monday or there's a couple, sure will be a good amount of openings, Carolina possibly. Right. Hey, you just never know. You know, there's always somebody that'll be, if not, he might get an interview at least. I'm That's quite sure. Yep, I'm quite sure. And speaking about it, an honorable mention, how about this gentleman here, Wayne Henderson? Fly Eagles fly. And if it's the same Wayne that I'm how thinking doing, of, Wayne? it would be from the Packers fan podcast. You guys see up there on the screen. Those guys do an amazing job. If you're a Green Bay fan, I will tell you this much. Take a listen to the Packers fan podcast because they do a fantastic quality job. And we've known each other now. It's been, what, two years, I guess, at this point, Fooch, when it comes to Wayne and his group? Hey, Wayne came on last year with his partner and they uh you know during i believe the packers game last year actually the first game jalen hurts believe when he took over for carson Wentz. right and we still have yeah we we end up liking to share this content because those guys put amazing work together i mean so everyone check it out packers fan podcast you guys can see them on twitter and then go to the link it's right on the profile at packersfanpodcast.com Thanks for checking in, Wayne. We appreciate it. Uh, Tom says, welcome, Jason. Al. <clears throat> Al, go birds. Hey, go Al. Al. checking in. Yes, sir. Welcome. And speaking of uh, their uh, DJ Montage, speaking of Al, Edge of Philly Sports. And I'll wait for uh, DJ Montage there to kind of click around so we can bring up right here. So let me add this here to the screen. Uh, Al and Tom Kelly, as long as things switch over, why didn't it switch over? Add to the stream. It should be there. There we go. All right. So Edge of Philly Sports by Al, Tom Kelly. Those guys put on an amazing show. Great content. If you guys want to, again, stay local, keep it local. As far as when it comes, I would say to the Eagles, because they do go around as well. So they don't just stay local, but they do a great coverage with the four for four as far as in Philadelphia. If you guys want to check them out, Edge of philly sports they do an amazing job so al thanks for tuning in the same way with tom we saw him earlier i hope you guys have much more success here in 2022 and keep up the great content i want everyone to check out please when you get the chance edge of philly sports tom says great show tonight thanks tom we appreciate it and also with that uh dj montage if you don't mind there in Pretty much now, as a family here together, we also like to welcome, as we did with Jen on Thursday, and our newest sponsor now, phillysportstrips.com. Also involved with Edge of Philly Sports, so it becomes just like a big old family here. If you guys want to travel with the pros, you're looking for a great package. By the way, they're hoping to put a package together here to come down to Tampa. Reach out to phillysportstrips.com. On Twitter, if I do remember correctly, it is P-H-L-Y Sports Trips. And you guys can reach them as well through that. On Instagram, it's just Philly Sports Trip. Same way you can do it on Facebook. But go to phillysportstrips.com. Thank you to Vince for coming on board with us. We do appreciate it. Along the same way, Edge of Philly Sports. So it's going to be, that is like pretty much like a perfect marriage. The same way with the first lady here. So it makes it just all the better. But I would like to get your thoughts as well as uh, when Jason had asked the question uh, Jen, as far as John Gannon, do you believe he's coming back next season? Well, first of all, I'd have to shout out Jason because he and I actually go to school together. So um, I invited him to come listen tonight. So, oh. hey, gr- thank you for uh, listening. But um, to answer your question, too, um, 
you know, we we kind of talked about this before a lot with Jonathan Gannon and the the struggle that he had in the the beginning of the season up until uh, about week eight. So I I do see him coming back next season. I kind of see head, the head coach uh, Jonathan Gannon and Jalen Hurts all coming back next season just because we're in this good position that we are now. It doesn't. I mean, it does matter how we got here, but it doesn't really matter in retrospect how we got here. It's the matter that we we got here. So I feel like they definitely deserve their jobs, at least for another season. And then if the same kind of things happen, if Jonathan Gannon isn't really performing up to par next season, then we can have that conversation there. Good stuff. I think so. I think he'll be back. I mean, barring like everyone's saying here that that unless he does get a nod somewhere, you know, it would be interesting to to see if if he does. I I will see. Uh, Jesus says, thanks, Jen. But yeah. And thanks once again, Jason, for tuning in. We do appreciate it. But yeah, it, it would, it's going to be interesting to see how, if if and all, this entire staff comes back next year. Because again, there's there's some vacancies that are going to happen. We know it. There could be one in Chicago. Supposedly, Chicago had stated to Matt Nagy they may not end up bringing him back, which is not something that Chicago normally does because they always wait until uh, that Monday to let somebody know. So, But if they told Matt, then I guess maybe the only thing they're playing for tomorrow is pride at this point. And we'll see what happens even with Nick Foles because that would be interesting as his contract is, is slowly coming to an end uh, with the original deal from Jacksonville. So we'll see. Could there be some sort of crazy reunion? Who knows? We've yet to see exactly what ends up happening. But Dylan, uh, before we uh, we sign off here tonight, can you give us the scenario, if you do happen to have it, that we would end up coming to Tampa and take over Ray J? So basically right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are currently the number seven seed right now as we speak. We're the number three seed as we speak. The way it would work is if the Eagles were to win tonight against Dallas, obviously they would stay at the number seven seed because San Francisco still got the edge right. Well, actually, I apologize. They will move up, but it will depend still on San Francisco's game tomorrow. So if San Francisco wins, then that means the Eagles will still stay at the seven seed. So for Tampa, they would have to hope that the Rams obviously lose, and then that means that we would also play the Philadelphia Eagles heading into next week. So that's going to be the big thing to watch out for. So basically what would have to happen is is Tampa would have to win their game, the Rams would have to lose to the 49ers, and Philly would have to win as well, or they could also lose, which I hope they don't lose for the sake of you guys tonight. Hopefully they do end up winning because I think all of us in the NFL – dislike the Cowboys in some way shape or form even down here in Tampa we very much dislike the Dallas Cowboys so I am rooting for the Philadelphia Eagles tonight though heading into next week it's going to be maybe a different story possibly but we'll see and only time will tell and hey maybe it'll be the NFC championship game Eagles versus Bucks for a Super Bowl spot you've said you've said the right thing no can't we all got one thing in common yeah I will say and the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> but I will say this much. Uh, no one, he, he didn't mention it, but he did mention it to me prior to us going on air. So what Fuji has promised is he's going to do what Howard Eskin did, was to walk down to Tampa. And so Fuji said that if the Eagles pull off the victory, Tampa ends up winning, we end up playing each other, he will start walking Tomorrow from his house, so he came down here by the game come next week. So that'd be interesting. Great job by you. Uh, and what fundraiser are you using for that one? I don't know. I got to think about that one. <laughs> I'm working on it. All right. Any, su- any suggestions? Any suggestions? Throw them in the, the Tom Brady Trust Fund. Mm. <laughs> Tom a- Brady's got more money than. Oh, forget it. That might be a tough one there. And uh, but Tom says that he believes that Doug Peterson goes to Jacksonville. I I'm. I, I would think so with Jacksonville and or and or there could be a great probability that he could end up in Chicago because he's made multiple appearances in Chicago. So, Tom, oh, yeah. maybe because I, I would think that if if Bruce Arians decided to call it quits pretty much at the end of oh. this year and he decides to walk away, I think Byron Lovefish ends up taking over for Tampa Bay. But if he decides not to and he's been grooming Byron Leftwich to become the head coach. And Dylan, you're shaking your head because I we we believe at least it's true down here that then if BA stays around, that means that Byron Leftwich goes to Jacksonville. Well, I mean, Jacksonville's interviewed Bill O'Brien, Jim Caldwell, Doug Peterson, I believe one other candidate, but don't forget too, 
about nobody's talking about Seattle, but the rumors of Pete Carroll may step down if Russell Wilson gets traded. Yeah. I mean, he's 71 years old. I think, yeah. you know, I think he's tired of coaching and, you know, maybe he just wants to retire and enjoy his life. And I'm sure there's going to be other coaching vacancies coming up too. Yeah. I mean, rumor about David Coley maybe getting fired in Houston after just one year, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Tom's got a message up there for you, Fooge. This is, uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I guess I'll be walking with you. I, I've been, I'm already down here, so I must end up meeting him halfway and coming back. But that's all right. But Al comes in with a great zinger here, where he says the TV <laughs> trust fund is called Giselle. So, yeah, true. <laughs> no, she handles that trust fund. She sure that does. Again, I'm sure she makes more money than him. Oh, I'm I'm quite sure. I mean, she even with the stuff that she's done before in her past. I mean, she still gets paid royalties from a lot of stuff she's done. So yeah, I mean, it, listen, both of them will never have well, anything to worry runs about. That, runs that outfit. Right. It's all right. It's smart dude. I will say I'm that much smart dude. I know originally it was a little rough, but they worked things out. They got a beautiful family and we'll see. Uh, I saw there a screen up there with JC Newman and then uh, DJ Montage is taken away. If you can bring that back there, DJ Montage, I'd appreciate it. There you go. So a quick mention here to JC Newman Cigar Company right out here in beautiful Ebor City right outside of Tampa, Florida. So if you guys come down, I want you guys to take the tour at J.C. Newman Cigars. It is a fantastic tour. You get to learn everything about J.C. Newman himself. And then, of course, Bobby Newman, who ended up taking over along with his brother, and they, they explain the history behind J.C. Newman Cigars. And they have helped out so much within not only Tampa, but they've also built a school in assistance with overseas to help out to make sure that the kids are able to get educated, food, clothing. I mean, they do an amazing job. So if you guys take the opportunity, please go to jcnewmancigars.com. Take a look at the tour. Even if you come down for the Tampa game that we're hoping it's going to happen, take the tour while you're down here. It is not disappointing. It's a great place to visit. But on top of that, of course, if it does happen, I want everyone, just like we had the Philly of the South gang out there tonight, at Tampa Joe's 9316 Anderson Road. And if you guys come down, it's a short hop right off the runway. Matter of fact, you can walk, walk off the edge of the runway and you're at Tampa Joe's. That's how close it is. Sweet. So it's a 10-minute drive from mm. over from the airport. So please, if you're coming down to TPA, stop by Tampa Joe's or visit tampajoes.com. That way you know exactly what to order before you get here. So there should be a travel package maybe coming up soon. I don't want to let anything out because everything, again, it could be upon... What ends up happening? Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. So, I want to put my food order in for Tampa Joe's when I come down. Well, that you could probably end up doing. And if not, why you think? Yeah, well, while you're doing that, uh, you can also bring a cigar down from Goose's Monte Cristo Lounge and Tobacconist out there at 250 West Ridge Pike in beautiful Roysford, Pennsylvania. So, uh, you know what? Matter of fact, DJ Montage could probably drop off a package there to to the house and bring some celebratory Sounds cigars good. down here. Me, Sounds you, good. Jen, Dylan, we're all in. Well, sorry, Dylan, uh, you're underage, so I can't give you any. <laughs> can't yeah. give you any cigars. We can give you're you like any candy cigars, yeah. Because you have to be how old? Beer, my man. You don't have to be 21 to drink. Yeah. Okay. Says <laughs> <laughs> under, under underage. <laughs> oh boy! But also, we also <laughs> think in the special. <laughs> the special media partnership that we have with BigSarsports.com again, BigSarsports.com. He has his podcast on on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We guys want you to go to Big Star Sports, as you can see there, with a Z, not with an S. If you do, it takes you somewhere different, somewhere we don't want to be. Put it that way. So, BigStarSports.com. Check out his material. He's also with Andy Kalu. This week, he was on with them Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with Chris Cordy, who we just had on this past Thursday, in the trenches from 10 a.m. to 12 Central Standard Time on the East Coast from 11 to 1. Check out In the Trenches with Big Star Sports and check out his content on BigStarSports.com. By the way, I try to get him on because he's a huge Dallas fan, but I'm pretty sure he's home getting ready to celebrate. In that, you know, I, I think I gave him enough stuff. But also remember there, Big Sarge, if you happen to hear a replay on this, Green Bay is still your daddy. Just remember that. that so everything are. goes to Green Bay. So everything goes. Check. Exactly. Also, we, Cowboy like, fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> we also like to thank LGDirect.net. Thank you to Larry Gilman, of course, the naming of the studio here, the LG Direct Sales Solutions Studios down here in Tampa, Florida. But you can visit LGDirect.net if you guys need 
payment solutions or apparel, as you can see right there on the screen. If you need something custom made, reach out to lgdirect.net. We do appreciate their love, their support, and we thank Larry, and we hope that he's doing well here during the holidays. I know he's a very busy man, hard to get a hold of, but we hope that Larry and his entire crew are doing just fine. Also, to the Steel City Renegades, again, tomorrow night from 7 to 9, unless it happens to be a three-hour show tomorrow night. But from 7 to 9, come check us out. I am the co-host. Figure that one out for a Pittsburgh game, but I bring the Philly flair over to there. So check them out at RedlineRadio.com. RedlineRadio.com. No, not with the AB jersey. Got that, a, got that AB Pittsburgh jersey stash no. there at the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> no. So, you know, funny guy, but no, it, it doesn't happen that way. But, but no, it doesn't oh, yeah. happen. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And once again, thanks again to phillysportstrips.com. You're such a smart guy. <laughs> thanks to Vince Stay and the crew for coming guy. on board with us. Let's and uh, look for the travel package again. Travel with the pros with phillysportstrips.com. Uh, the one last thing here, two comments that I did see that Tom said, uh, does Tampa Joe's do DoorDash? Yeah, they do actually, uh, bring it up to Philly. Oh, well, you want to bring it up to Philly. That might be a longer trip there, Tom, but I'll mention it to him. Maybe they'll end up air mailing it or something else, but listen to everyone else. We hope that everyone enjoys the game tonight. We do appreciate Matt Rogers coming back on with us again. The Virginia representative Dylan Spaulding, once again, who started out his podcast at the young age of five years old. We do appreciate the flow show there pod <laughs> with Dylan. But uh, Dylan, when is your next episode? Let the people know, of course, as always, where they can find you. So right now we are doing Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. That is our current schedule. Mm. Obviously, baseball is not going on, so it might be altered a little bit as the you know lockout progresses. That's I'm in lockout mode right now. We're right now for baseball, but uh, you guys can find us anywhere you can find your podcast: iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. I think I don't know. They kicked us off on Apple Podcasts for some reason. That was kind of strange. Um, anyways, mm. but you can check us out on and pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube as well. Check out my Instagram, The Flow Show Pod. We're posting hopefully Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. But again, with baseball season and a lockout, it's been kind of a little bit of bland. But we do have a lot of baseball news here this past week with. K-Rod, apparently, the new Manning-type cast for baseball. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Ken Rosenthal got released from MLB Network, which is very unfortunate. Wow. Oh, wow. Hashtag MLB is destroying baseball right now. You're not kidding. Wow. Well, that goes to show you how much I paid attention this week because I, I didn't even know that. That's a shame. Yeah. What are you doing? Great you commentator. Doing? I'm busy there. Doing like, down there, man. I'm busy doing production here we're in the busy. studio. Yeah. We're all busy. <laughs> exactly. Smart guy. But that's right. And of course, the first lady co host here at Broad Street South, Jen McGraw, please let the fine folks know how they can find you and your content as well. Absolutely. So you can find me on all social media. That's uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, but mostly Twitter and Instagram at Jennifer McGraw underscore. It's the same for all social media, as well as you can find me on Sports Illustrated, where I do a lot of coverage for the University of Connecticut football, as well as uh, Sports Talk Philly, where I am the Eagles columnist. I do weekly preview games for each of the matchups, as well as other lifestyle things that come up in uh, come up in Philly sports. All right. And then uh, you guys know you can find the Godfather uh, usually at some spaghetti bowl. Sometimes he's over at uh, what's that famous restaurant there? The, uh, the the Olive Garden. That's where you can most of the time. That's where you can find the Godfather. I don't eat that uh, <laughs> Fugazi food. That's what it is. Sean, uh, thank you for the comment. Great show, guys. We appreciate Go Birds. Uh, as I, of course, I've gotten the icon a lot better since the first time when I screwed up and I said the turkeys. But it's all right. You should admit it. Go Birds. Of course. You should admit it. That's right. It screws up. That's what happens. But I will leave everyone with this, and we will not be back here at the half. We will be back here next Thursday for the Thursday preview playoff show. So most of the game you see here right now will be back with us and add some more. Maybe even Al there. Go Birds. Al, uh, just to let you know, there could be a playoff preview. Me, you. The, the Godfather up there, Tom Kelly, will throw something together, make it really, really nice for everyone. So, sports. So, uh, uh, go birds! And I will leave everyone with the same dreams and nightmares that we hope that we do tonight with Dallas. So, we will see you all next week, next Thursday night, eight o'clock. Stay tuned. Oh, one more comment coming in here. Jason says, "Thanks, guys. Great show. Appreciate Jason for tuning in. Tuning and up. please come back anytime." And uh. Come Thursday night, the phone lines will be open as well. So if you guys want to call in, please call in. So everyone, for my producer, Debbie over at Studio B, 
for Jen Dillon, Fuji, and DJ Montage. Yes, they're raising the flags. <laughs> I knew it was coming. But raising the flags by Dylan Spaulding. Everyone, we will see you next week. Let me bring this back up here and leave you with some dreams. And I. There you go. All right, everyone, enjoy the game. Hopefully, this is victory Monday coming up. Until then, we will see you all come next week. And go, Birds, indeed, as we close it out here. Right. Go, Birds.